episode of the No Fun City Podcast is brought to you by Loaded Boards and Orangutan Wheels. Check them out at loadedboards.com and be sure to hit subscribe for your chance to win an awesome prize pack. One, Welcome to the No Fun City Podcast, episode 9. Yeah. Trying to get to 20 before we go on uh, Spotify and SoundCloud and all that. So for those of you who are always asking me... It's happening. It's going to happen. I want to get to 20 episodes before I do all of that. I want to make sure I'm in this to win it. And uh, if I'm not, I just don't want to waste everyone's time and post on all these other channels. So we just gave away a set of blue keguamas again for the second time. Thank mm. you to uh, Loaded and Orangutan who have supported me throughout my YouTube endeavors. And we gave away a Tentry backpack. And this sucker is extra special because Tentry sent this to me specifically. I did not ask for it. They said they wanted to support the channel, and they did. So they sent this to me to give away. So one lucky subscriber won this. And if you want a chance to win, all you have to do is hit that subscribe button. And you will automatically be entered every time we do a prize. Uh, that being said, today we're talking about YouTube. We are. And we have... Michael sitting right across from me, who is a YouTube tech reviewer from right here in Vancouver. Not only that, recently Michael got married, and he's a minimalist. And he actually detailed that in some of his YouTube videos. So we're going to get into all of this. Why YouTube? Why tech reviews? How did he get so successful already? Right? Because it's only been a couple years. Yeah, yeah. So for all those who don't know my channel, uh, it started out as a minimalist channel because I just wanted to clean my room. I had I had like 29 bags, so I'm quite a... Uh, it's not that I'm indecisive about my purchases, but you might know how I might look indecisive because of our previous chats with all the boosted boards, one wheel, and choosing between all of them. It's, it's just because I'm really detailed, and uh, I found that um, making minimalist videos, no one really watched them. And then I made vlogs and no one really watched them because mm. the truth is on YouTube, no one really cares about you and no one knows you at first. So no one's going to click into your video and no one's going to search it. But when you made tech videos, that's when everyone's searching the latest trending thing. So that's doing all the work for you. It's it's coming up on people's suggested feeds. It's coming on the um, top first rank search page. And uh, you just get the views like that. Yeah. So... I don't know if you and I have similar stories. On my end, I started the Design Speak series. I just posted that on YouTube just to have it somewhere mm -hmm. before it was on Vimeo. And I noticed a lot of traction on YouTube compared to Vimeo. Mm. So it's just like, oh, like I'll just yes. leave these here, whatever. And then a few months later, I decided to get a drone and a boosted board mm -hmm. randomly. And that's when I decided, I'm like, oh, I'll make a boosted board video because I saw all these boosted board videos. And mm -hmm. I'm like, as you said, like, it'll just be a trending thing and whatever. But I didn't think much of it, right? Mm -hmm. I just did it for doing it. And then it kind of just turned into something. Yes. So my whole, I guess, I, what, where I want to start with you is, like, where did the YouTube wheel start rolling for you like uh. did you just do it for the fun kind of like how i was doing it or did you go in being like i'm gonna do youtube tech reviews and i'm gonna start doing vlogs and i'm gonna start doing all these things and make it mm. a job because now it's your primary source of income correct full-time job full-time yeah. youtuber right yeah. like uh. that's that's awesome mm -hmm. that you gotta say is like pretty cool right mm. um but 
how did you get from point A to point B? So did you go in making YouTube videos and deciding that I'm going to do this full time? Or did that kind of just happen eventually on its own? Um, so before, I think three years ago was when I first quit my job. And I'll go over that because I actually went back to a, another job because my uh, vlogs didn't work out the way I wanted them to. But uh, I started out in finance and accounting in a construction company. And um, like it's nice uh, to be an accountant. You get paid a lot. You get company perks and all that. But I just didn't really see a future in it, mm -hmm. meaning that you're not really able to control the income that you earn. And every time you wanted a promotion or a raise, you gotta kind of beg for it, right? Like, yeah. uh, like even a five or ten percent raise is out of the question sometimes, or most of the times. And I just didn't really like that. And if I projected myself ten years further down the road, I won't. There won't be much of a difference in my income and my lifestyle, because in more traditional jobs, you're working forty to sixty hours per week, especially if you're earning like a hundred k plus, right? And I wanted more control of my life and. Uh, and I just wanted to start a business. And I looked into like starting uh, Amazon um, FBA. Okay. Yeah, fulfillment something something. Like uh, the warehouse thing, right? Okay, yeah. Yeah. So that was, that's really profitable and you can definitely make a company, but you needed a lot of capital first. Mm -hmm. And um, the hardest thing doing that was to actually own, uh, have a brand. Like people with something that, uh, people will recognize and actually buy from you versus you trying to create demand or market it yourself on the Amazon page and trying to compete and rank. So that's where I'm like, huh, what if I made my own brand, right? And uh, that's where the YouTube thing came in because right then I found out that you can actually make money from YouTube mm -hmm. with YouTube ads and such. And uh, there's a lot of other ways that you can make money now, right? With YouTube and that's uh, YouTube is just a platform for you to get started and uh, at first I didn't really know what to make so uh, I cleaned my room <laughs> and like it was if you that's like I think my second video my first one is more like a vlog of my Christmas trip or whatever but um my how I learned to film was through the GoPro that we're filming on right now this this camera right this here one, yeah uh, it's a GoPro <clears throat> Hero 5 and uh, I learned how to film in all the angles and stuff just by watching Casey Neistat, and I, I guess a lot of people do that. Mm -hmm. And it's it's how should I say? Oh, did it? Is it going? Oh, I don't know. It's is it not? Yeah. I think now it is. Huh? It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. These are going. <laughs> yeah. That's weird. Uh, I but, think maybe I like didn't push it down. Oh, when but I it was it, recording yeah. before. Is there a oh, really? overheating? I don't think so. Yeah, because usually it will go on forever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Be, we'll keep an eye on it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll but uh, sure. I guess I just copied people's styles because I knew nothing about filming. Like, mm -hmm. I did so much research, like 20 or 40 hours plus just to get the GoPro. Yeah. And after getting it and making that first minimalist video, I'm like, oh, dang, this is awesome. But then when my friends watch it, they're like, your audio sucks. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? And then when I compared it, to other people's video, I'm like, oh, okay, here's the difference. Yeah. And uh, then, like, I had to research, like, 40 to 60 hours. Like, I would do this all at work, too. Mm -hmm. So the good thing about having a job <laughs> is that, um, like, you can actually work only two hours, and the other six hours, you do whatever you want. Yeah. But just look like you're busy. <laughs> totally. So I built my the basis of my channel through that. 
and uh, when I got 100 subscribers, I'm like, oh, this is this is awesome, right? Like, like because I usually never post on Instagram or Facebook. I'm not really a social media guy, mm-hmm. and I only did video just to test the grounds out to see if I liked it and if other people watch it. And uh, I think in a week, I got like 500 views from that minimalist video, and I didn't know marketing. I didn't know anything about it, so I'm like, whoa like this can actually work yeah right and um so i did that but then i had the hardest time branding my channel or figuring out what i'm gonna make mm-hmm. so then at that time i was starting my own shopify store as well and uh that that was cool it proved that i could sell stuff online mm-hmm. like on just on facebook ads and whatever but what then were you selling? i was selling like electric electronic gadgets like usb bracelets uh jewelry just like whatever just to, yeah just to test if it if i can actually make a sale online mm-hmm. but then um it didn't really take off and it took a lot of effort again like it's hard to find your niche and what actually works so that um my girlfriend and i actually went on a 62 62 day trip all around the states in a, like a rectangle okay and living in a car so we vlogged all of that and i made like 30 videos from that oh, wow. and that really helped me hone down my skills in vlogging and the just um daily uploading and uh, the work ethic these the skills so that really helped me out but then through that i noticed that i was only getting 100 to 300 views and that's the max <laughs> and uh no one really watched it and uh, that was that was cool like those videos i still watch today because uh, it's like memories and it's really good but it's not really good for a YouTube channel so I went back to another job which was um, not related to what I studied at all it's just like a normal job so I can figure out all this YouTube stuff so I did that for six months while building my tech channel now mm-hmm. and uh, I think it was last year in May that I started I had just 300 subscribers yeah so from when I first left my job at a hundred um, it took six months to go to 300 and then from getting my new job and building it from May to December I went from 300 to 10,000 oh, subscribers wow. yeah and what, from what pardon? caused that jump um, I think um, December like later in the year when people are off of work and it's the holidays and Black Friday and all that that's when your views really skyrocket okay yeah and uh, that really helped me with my affiliate money and with my views subscribers and everything mm-hmm. so yeah. real quick affiliate money wh- what were your affiliates at the time um I do Amazon affiliates yeah so that's really cool to see how you're like getting money just by posting your links and stuff mm-hmm. and uh, those were from my tech review videos and uh, that's why tech review videos are really uh, more sustainable mm-hmm. than like say vlogs because uh, again it's hard really hard to get a following to get people to like you whereas in tech videos uh, you uh, you're not the star of the show the product is the star of the show they come for the product not you mm-hmm. and when you do it you kind of inject your personality in it and people start following you and they start becoming your uh, true fans or your actual audience because they like the way that you review it and your personality and just how you make them feel when you watch the video. Totally. Okay. So um, that was really eye-opening for me. Like, I still can't believe what I'm doing today. Like, I totally replaced my income before and I'm still making... And I'm, how do you say, on the path of making even more mm-hmm. than I've ever dreamed of. So, uh, yeah, that's exciting. Because um, January was when I first 
dived into this full-time and I was at 10,000 and six months later now I'm at 30,000. Yeah, that's a huge jump. Yeah, so I did make a lot more videos though and there was a lot of trial and error because some videos only hit like like 3,000 views while others hit like 100,000 views in like a month. Oh wow. Yeah, so it's really figuring out the algorithm what type of videos work and what to put in your content and uh, all of that jazz. Yeah. So when you started though, you did the tech reviews. Did you do the tech reviews out of love or you did the tech reviews because you knew that was going to draw? Um, do you understand? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I totally did it out of love or like, <laughs> like it was more of testing because uh, I would review the things that I would buy anyways. Yeah. And before buying, I would do like a lot of research on like like all of the because my first tech review was the jabra elite 65t true wireless earbuds yep right so there was a lot on the market out there and they're like really expensive like 200 bucks plus Mm -hmm. so i I was doing the research anyway so then i um took my skills and knowledge from how to make vlogs into tech reviews so all my videos are very fast paced and they have a lot of different angles and i think people really like it because what I saw in the market was when I was doing reviews, I was always like, oh, I just want to know this. How come they're talking about all this other crap? Yeah. And it took me like 10 or 15 videos just to get like piece together information. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas I could put everything that people wanted to know in one. Yeah. Right. So I think that was my strength and uh, how I diff- was different from all the other tech reviewers. And um, like with true wireless earbuds, I really wanted to know if they would fall out of your ears because there's no cords or anything, right? So I did like a shake test where I just like, like really crazy. <laughs> yeah. And no one did that before. Okay. But now when I look at the reviews, like everyone's copying me. Like they're doing, doing what I'm doing. Yeah. So uh, like I'm doing things that no one else is doing and people now are doing it. So I think I uh, really helped out in that way. You know, we've seen your minimalist videos. The vlog, you're not continuing anymore? Or do you think you'll hop uh, back on that eventually? Eventually, when people actually start to care. <laughs> <laughs> About you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and then, in the meantime, still tech reviews. But is there mm-hmm. anything else that you think you're going to bring into the mix? Um, like, because the thing is, I didn't really go into YouTube with like being a tech reviewer or a YouTuber, that's not my main goal. Totally. It's actually to start a consulting company or oh, wow. um, for like digital marketing purposes, mm-hmm. like helping people build YouTube ta- channels. And and like, I really like talking about that and like experimenting myself to see what works, what doesn't. So I can like teach a course on that or uh, stuff like that. Like how to build a brand online. Yeah, I was really yeah. impressed when we were talking earlier about that because you fed me a bunch of information that I didn't mm. know about YouTube myself, yeah, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. we're, I mean, I'm like, okay, you got to come help me out later because <laughs> yeah, yeah. you, you obviously have some insight that mm-hmm. I'm missing out on. But it is a lot of trial and error. And I think there are a lot of people that would want to start a YouTube channel, but the one thing that they worry about is that yeah. thing of, oh, I'll never get subscribers or, oh, I'll never. Mm-hmm. Uh, get views or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, and I think it just comes down to pushing it because I'm in the same boat as you in the sense that I actually fell into making YouTube videos. I don't consider myself a YouTuber, but mm-hmm. I fell into it and it now is actually generating money, not even off the YouTube platform. Mm-hmm. 
And now I'm seeing the light of, hey, mm -hmm. this could actually yeah. make me more money than any other job I could possibly have. And I get to do something I love. Mm -hmm. So now I'm taking it a bit more seriously, obviously, with the podcast and everything going on. Um, but you gain traction so quick. And mm -hmm. that blows my mind, especially yeah. because we're in Vancouver, mm -hmm. where uh, the YouTube community, at least, is quite small. Mm. Most major YouTubers are, like, in L.A. or in mm. New York, in these big, you know, central cities. Yeah, yeah. We are not that central city. Vancouver mm. se seems to be, like, 10 years behind on mm -hmm. the rest of the world, in my opinion. Um, so it's really interesting that you were able to get such a following so fast within that mm -hmm. uh, small time frame. Do yeah. you think there was something you did... Um, uh, different other than, you know, you, your shake test or whatever that made a huge impact on the channel gaining a following so fast. Mm -hmm. Some people would say, you know, having a niche, having niche content mm -hmm. might be a huge one. Yeah. Um, but do you think you did something different that maybe um, caused that? Yeah, I guess I, I didn't really view YouTube as like from a creator standpoint, mm -hmm. meaning like, oh, I'll create anything I want. Like, uh, people will watch what I love to watch, kind of yeah. thing. I made it more of in a experimentalist point of view, where I always search the keyword that I'm trying to rank for, and oh. see what's on that page first, and yeah. see how I can do better, okay. and make videos that people will watch longer, or mm -hmm. if I can even make it to the first on that page. Yeah. And so, that leads you to really... Um, being very picky with what you make videos with because like making a video takes a long long time right scripting yeah. for me takes one or two days filming takes two to four hours and editing takes f like four to eight hours for me mm -hmm. so that's that's a lot of time there just for one video and uh but i mean in the beginning it's good that you view like the blue yeti or just anything that you have they're more of um experiments for you mm -hmm. to test different shots and you're kind of creating a portfolio for yourself so that when other companies come into your page they can see oh wow he can actually film and like we want our product to be filmed like that yeah so that's when you get people sending you in free products uh so it's, it's okay you don't if you don't get views uh, when you first start it's like that's normal yeah that's yeah, normal that's, that's and um it's interesting that you said i grew really fast because i in my perspective i didn't grow as fast as I wanted to at all. Mm -hmm. It's it was a grind uh, all the way. It wasn't like whoosh, it was like, it's still like mm -hmm. yeah, of course. Yeah. So, um, but that's because you're the creator. Yeah. Like for me, it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. I could have grown a million followers by now. Mm -hmm. I still would have been like not where I want to be. Yeah. You know, or it's not it's not quick enough. You mm -hmm. know, because you're now used to being on a certain level. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And you've reached like. I'm sure you, a year ago, if you were like, yo, you have 30,000 followers in a year, you'd be like, holy, like, mm. okay, that's awesome, mm -hmm. right? I mean, you may have a goal that's higher than that, but that's pretty good, mm. right? Yeah, yeah. So when you get to 30K, it's kind of like, you know, why am I not at 100? Of yeah. course, right? Because yeah. that's your bottom now. Mm -hmm. The other thing that I noticed personally on my end is you don't need the best equipment to make good videos. That's true. Early on, at least, mm -hmm. right? And I noticed, like, uh, beginning of my videos, I was, I mean, I was using my, the NX30s and, you know, mm -hmm. all that stuff. But at yeah. the same time, I was just using my GoPro, this Handycam, which mm -hmm. is, like, old, and in some cases, my iPhone yeah. and iPad. I'm not even joking you. Mm -hmm. Some of my videos are literally filmed with an iPad and iPhone. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, 
that's something that I fight with myself over too because mm-hmm. I'm I'm more of a gear guy yeah right like if you want to talk cameras with me I can do that for hours with you yeah and uh, I do think getting something like a camera that you love like really like to use mm-hmm. you would use it more and therefore you'll make more content yeah right because like if I'm filming on a GoPro that's that's fun and all but I can't see myself and I don't know what the quality is like until I edit it because mm-hmm. I know the audio coming from that is gonna suck, yeah. <laughs> right? So it's not that fun to use. But if I know I'm using my Sony a7 III right now, I know exactly what to expect and that's what I want it to be. And um, therefore, I'm always gonna use that camera to make whatever. Yeah. So I think gear does play a factor. But uh, it, like even if you have the best gear, but you only film one direction, like it's, it's boring. Exactly. Right. People are gonna yeah. click out of your videos, but it's you gotta learn how to what to film and what to say in your video it's it's the content uh meaning like the information mm-hmm. um what you film because when you're doing tech reviews people don't want to hear about it they want to actually see it like when you said yeah. well, on boosted boards um you're gonna need to wear like dirty shoes because all that crap is gonna fly at you yeah like that's cool that you tell me one thing but it will be even cooler if you shot a b-roll of your board going over water and see how much water gets on your pants totally right so that's the other thing i heard it all the time is like you don't need fancy gear to make awesome videos Mm -hmm. and i didn't think that was true Mm -hmm. i thought no you definitely need quality Mm -hmm. right but the point being is like if you don't have that stuff you need to uh work with what you got yes right and when you do have funds to buy that stuff, you're going to buy what camera? Sony... A7 III. That's what you recommend? Yeah. Why? Um, I will actually, the A6500 would be even better okay. because like the A7 III is like overkill for video. Mm-hmm. Like it's more of a uh, photographer's camera, Okay. but it can do video really, really well too. And I got that, like, my first camera was a GoPro, then I switched to the Lumix G85. Okay. Because uh, th- with that, you can have an external mic in it, and it records your audio really well. But the autofocus sucked, and the low light sucked. But uh, with my vlogs and everything, everything was filmed outside, so it was a lot better. But it was mm-hmm. until I was doing my review videos indoors in my studio that, like, it was kind of fuzzy, and you can see a lot of noise everywhere, like, it's grainy. Totally. Yeah, and that was when I was like, oh, okay, I might need to switch. So with making videos, uh, you got to see it from a standpoint of kind of like a business owner. Like if you buy a camera, it's going to make you money. Yeah. It's going to pay for itself. And uh, the thing is, you got to make that work, right? Totally. Or else you're just a normal consumer and uh, you're just consuming versus creating. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's okay. You can be a consumer and mm-hmm. create over time and whatever, right? Yes, like- yes. Like, that's all fine and dandy. But yeah, okay, so the next camera I should get is a Sony a7 III. Uh, a7 III or the a6500? Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely keep that in mind then. Mm-hmm. And when I do, I'll do a review video that's better than yours. Yeah, do it, <laughs> do it. But what I like about you, and this is actually, I'm going to mention how we met mm-hmm. or how we got in contact with each other. So randomly, I mean, I think you messaged me on Instagram first, but I didn't see that message because it got filtered or mm. whatever. But you, I randomly got a message on Facebook from yeah. you mm-hmm. in regards to the boosted board mm-hmm. this is when i knew that you were very meticulous when it came to your research because you started asking me questions about the board you're like i saw your videos mm-hmm. i just want to ask you some questions about the board blah 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 so you took like an extra set you didn't just watch the video then be like okay you went and you found me mm-hmm. and then you're like yo tell me more about this stuff because your whole plan was to buy mm-hmm. an e-skate or a boosted board or whatever and hopefully eventually uh 
do your own review, right? Mm. Um, so that's how you and I ended up getting together. And then I, you know, you told me you had a channel and I checked it out. I'm like, whoa, this guy's mm. like a tech reviewer local to Vancouver. Didn't know about you before that. So uh, I'm happy that we got connected that yeah, way. Definitely. It's crazy that YouTube has bridged a lot of gaps for me, mm. like with other people and other companies. And it actually really opened my eyes of how impactful uh, social media, like we hear it all the time. Social media is yeah. so impactful, blah, blah, blah. But really it proved to me how impactful something like YouTube or mm. uh, Instagram or now TikTok. I don't know if you use TikTok at all. Uh, no, I, th I thought that was for a high school kid. Yeah. So here's <laughs> the thing. Okay. So TikTok, yeah, it started out yeah. like that. And I think still in some ways it is. Yeah. But it's also a rabbit hole, dude. Oh, yeah. The, the first time I got TikTok, I was like scrolling for an hour. I just got lost because right. it's so, I think it's just the way it works. Mm -hmm. What would you say, like, if you can give one piece of advice to somebody who wants to start a YouTube channel, but is on the fence, Yeah. what's like one thing you would tell them, like, definitely do this or definitely okay. make sure you keep this in mind? Well, if you're in Vancouver, you should join the Vancouver YouTuber creators meetup group. I didn't yeah. even know that existed. So uh, that, I actually found that through meetup.com and, uh, uh, Steve Dotto and uh, the uh, VidIQ, a guy from VidIQ, um, he actually, um, what is it called, audits your channel there as well. And Steve gives oh, wow. his um, insight or he teaches a lesson every single uh, time we meet up. It's once a month and okay. they really helped out my channel because um, I got my channel got audited and he told me what to uh, put in my channel, what to take out. And uh, that was really helpful. Okay. And I, I think I was at 3,000 back then when you first did it. Oh, wow. And um, yeah, I grew. And that was in August. And then from August to December, I went to 10,000. That's so, crazy. Yeah, you should, you should join us, man. I'll join you next month. Yeah, yeah. When's the next one? Um, I think it might be in September. Because okay. uh, they took the summer off. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll be there, 100%. Yeah. I'd definitely like to check all that out. Yeah, because um, the vidIQ guy is called Rob Wilson. Yeah. He, he's, what do you say, uh, he's the main guy for the vidIQ channel, and do you know what vidIQ is? So it's like um, TubeBuddy, it's a YouTube analytics tool, so it shows you your tags, and it shows <laughs> you your rankings, and what tags you should put in your video and what keywords oh. you should put it on your title. Yeah. And it like helps you put a dashboard of your YouTube channel or like a health board kind of thing. Okay. So uh, those are really good tools to uh, check out. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll check that out. So vidIQ. Mm -hmm. And then if you're in Vancouver, look for the uh, like Vancouver YouTube meetup. I'm assuming yeah. there's other groups in other cities. Yeah. Yeah. Much like our Booster Board Riders mm -hmm. group in Vancouver. And it's it's really helpful to go to those groups because you know that you're not alone and that there's actually other people struggling or doing the same thing you are. And uh, oh, I forgot. Um, so Steve Dotto, he has 250,000 subscribers or more. Mm -hmm. And vidIQ now has like 350,000 subscribers or more they they grow really fast so i can't keep what track. does steve do for a living uh he does like he does how-to videos with tech is he older yes you might have is seen his him. last name okay so did he used to have a a, a tv show called dotto's like yes, tech review i him. used to watch that's that him. when that's i was him. a kid yeah so if you want to meet him in person shout out steve i'm gonna have you on my podcast one day too dude yeah. i dotto's tech cafe or something yeah, yeah. that's what it was called yeah. i remember 
I used to watch that. Yeah. When oh, I was a kid. That's like crazy. I think I was like 14 or 13. It yeah. was on the weekends on Sundays. Mm-hmm. I remember this. That's why when you said Steve Dodd, I'm like, I don't recognize that name. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. And the coolest thing is when you meet them, they're actually super friendly and they just want to help you out. Like, yeah. they don't expect anything in return and they're just there to teach you and um, network with you. Because I don't think he gains anything from like hosting and like teaching people lessons like every single yeah. meeting. So and uh, he says the reason why he's doing it is because when he goes to conferences, he always sees like um, huge YouTubers coming out of the states, out of uh, Minnesota or something. And yep. the reason why that is is because they have these meetup groups everywhere, and people mm-hmm. like like have a community there, and they help each other grow, collaborate, uh, ideas, and all that stuff. So that's what he's trying to start here. That's awesome, and yeah. that's I mean, going back to Vancouver being ten years behind, that's exactly it. Mm-hmm. Like I see things happening in other uh cities like not even far from here like you know la san francisco Mm -hmm. and then you come to vancouver and they don't even know what you're talking about like Mm -hmm. if you took my boosted board to san francisco or la yeah nobody would even blink an eye at you yeah yeah. because it's so common down there i ride that thing here still to this day people are like what is that they've never even heard the name boosted board they've never heard of an electric skateboard mm-hmm. they didn't even know they existed so vancouver like i find i'm always like 10 years behind right mm-hmm. um and that's actually part of the reason why i started this podcast was because there is no real vancouver known podcast mm-hmm. yet at least there yeah. are a few bigger ones yeah. like vancouver is awesome started one shout out to vancouver is awesome bob <laughs> Cronbar. For the most part, like, you don't know a Vancouver podcast specifically mm-hmm. that you can think of off the... Can you? Like, uh, Steve's really... is called Grey Matter. Okay, yeah. so, right, Steve... He, he was on sure. the first business uh, podcast page of uh, iTunes. Oh, nice. Think. So that was really cool. That is cool. Yeah. So I got to have Steve on this podcast yeah, then. Yeah. He'd be a, a good guy to talk to as well. I'll definitely, definitely. go to that, that event. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, speaking of, like not being alone mm-hmm. right because because you kind of mentioned that you are married now yes you were engaged not even like two weeks ago when yeah. did you get married uh july 1st yeah yeah how does it feel uh it feels like i can't believe i'm married <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but you were engaged before and obviously you have been dating your wife for how long previous uh, to that i think five years that's a long time yeah, four right? or five years so she was, what was yeah. the reaction you know from your mm-hmm. well now wife at the time of, hey, honey, I don't want to do finance anymore. I want to do YouTube. Because no. let's be yeah. honest, when you when somebody tells you like, hey, I'm starting a YouTube channel or whatever, it's not taken seriously mm-hmm. until you get to maybe a point where you're at now, which you weren't there yeah. back then. So what was like her reaction? Oh, to you well, she tells this? everyone that she was my first hater. Right? Like she didn't actively hate on me, but when I made my first minimalist cleaning room, she was like, ah. Uh, Oh, cool, but like, uh, <laughs> yeah, right. And when I quit my job, uh, I was not really 100% focused on YouTube, I was doing the Shopify thing, yeah, like I thought that was gonna be my thing, like digital marketing, but um, yeah, I didn't really uh prove to her that I'm making it until I replaced my income, which is just recently, yeah. where she's like, Oh, this is what did you, how did this, <laughs> right? But I think in the beginning, uh I would recommend people not to show anyone in their circle because mm-hmm. this is how small your circle is, right? And um, no matter how much you try to market it within your circle, you might get like 30 views at most, right? Yeah. But if you do it right on YouTube, you get like 
10,000 views with no marketing. Yeah. So I didn't tell anyone about my YouTube channel until I uh, was more at like a thousand subscribers. That's when mm-hmm. I that, that's when I posted like a milestone on my Facebook. Yeah. And people were like, "Oh, you have a YouTube, <laughs> right?" So I think that's really helpful because uh, really you don't need your friends or your family support to make your YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. You'll get it from people who actually care to watch. Totally. Okay, so your wife, not as supportive, then she saw the money come, she became supportive. Mm-hmm. Now, without giving me exact numbers and figures, yeah, yeah. right, because I don't want to ask you how much you do make, but at the same mm-hmm. time, I kind of want to know, yeah, yeah, right? How much does a YouTuber with around 30,000 subscribers uh, make? Uh, everything, really? affiliation and YouTube money. So I can say that half of my money comes from AdSense and okay. half comes from my affiliates, which is like Amazon or whatever company that I partnered up with. Yeah. And uh, so with YouTube, they have this um, CPM, cost per million impressions. Okay. Right. So um, say it's $8. So for every view you get, or every thousand view you get, you get $8. Mm-hmm. And YouTube would take half of that. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, yeah, you can calculate that by the number of views that you have. And like you can see it clearly on Social Blade, how much uh, views you get per month. Right, so my channel got four hundred sixty-five thousand views last month. So uh, you can easily calculate that, but you need the CPM to calculate that, uh, and it it varies for different age groups, different countries. So it gives you like an average CPM. Okay. And so you can say the average CPM before YouTube takes the money is like eight to eleven dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So YouTube money isn't that much, but it. It's more of like play money, like bonus money that you get to upgrade your gear with. Totally. That's how I think of it. And um, like relying on YouTube AdSense for your income isn't that useful yeah. because in December it was awesome. Like I, I could actually see myself, um, it, I, I mean, I could see it replacing my job income. But once, once December hit, it went mm-hmm. right? And that's because all the companies put their marketing budget into like September to December. Yeah. And right after that, they have zero. They don't yeah. put any money into it. So all the ads that are seen after that, they don't get as much bang for the buck. Okay. Kind of thing. So that was a hard truth I had to learn because, I, I mean, I just quit my job in January. How come it's not working now? <laughs> right? I'm putting in, like, full-time effort into it and not getting that much. So um, then I started to do, uh, well, make more videos and experiment with that. And I'm currently working... Or niching in uh, true wireless earbuds they're really hot this year it's because they're trending and i get more views and therefore more people will click into my affiliate links because uh, like people want to check them out right after they uh, see the video sometimes mm-hmm. and that's how you earn the affiliate money on amazon okay yeah yeah that's legit so same thing with me when you mentioned um about uh yeah you took a nosedive mm-hmm. in in cost same thing the first month that i was affiliated with orangutan mm-hmm. i made a killing and mm-hmm. i was just like whoa this is crazy how am i doing so well like yeah. i can't even believe it mm-hmm. um then the second month i took a big hit and i'm like oh dang mm-hmm. but then the third month it went back up yeah. and then recently they launched a new product and it went back up mm-hmm. because they launched a new product and i was like you know i had that link going across but yeah, I relied. I I figured out quick that no matter what, your affiliate like costs mm-hmm. are always going to go up and down. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, you could do whatever you want, but sometimes it's out of your control. Mm-hmm. Time of year, product launch, product delays, things mm-hmm. like that. Right. Yeah. If you have multiple affiliate links, mm-hmm. then you've got a wide spread. Either way, eventually you should be making 
yeah, um, yeah. a decent amount per month. Yes, yes. So you got to really cover your bases and know which ones, like choose your products carefully to approach or make videos of. And uh, yeah, like, um, how should I say? Because with YouTube, although say I have 30,000 subscribers, mm -hmm. I don't really have 30,000 subscribers. I feel like I have 3,000 or less. Because mm -hmm. uh, um, you want true followers who really like your content and you at the same time so that they will share your stuff, right? Totally. And um, I, through YouTube, I, do, I did find a few really good friends who really support me. And uh, that's a really cool thing. But like, your subscriber count is just a number. When you're making content, on YouTube, the number one thing is making content. Yeah. Right. Not just making content. You got to make good content. Because mm -hmm. if you don't make content that people watch long, like the if, like uh, if you make a video with little watch time, YouTube's not going to recommend it. And that's the key. Like getting YouTube to actually push it out to people. Uh, that's going to do all the work for you. You don't have to spend any time on marketing, on uh, any unnecessary things. And um, I think with value and money they come hand in hand so you do have to think of something that would make money because if it does make money that means it's valuable mm -hmm. so i i do keep those in the back of my head yeah because um they both are like the same thing to me okay yeah okay to me they're separate yeah to me it's kind of like you provide the value mm -hmm. you'll get the money mm -hmm. but don't think about the money when you're providing value just provide the value yeah, um yes uh, i think that's a good mindset to s when you're starting yes right because you don't see any money and that's totally, totally cool because even if yeah. you're at a thousand subscribers you're making four dollars a month mm -hmm. with the number of views that you're getting yeah right so it's you're not really doing this for the money you're making a youtube channel to really build your personal brand build your skills as a filmmaker as a script writer and um in doing that you're making videos that provide value Meaning, it, like, the other person on the other side uh, would watch it and would share it and maybe even pay for it, right? Yeah. Just to find their answer or something that they're looking for. So I think that's what it really is. And YouTube rewards you for that value with AdSense money. Okay. Oh, Man. and the yeah. other thing is um, with, like, the algorithm thing, it's mm -hmm. really important to understand how it works. Like... Um, because if you tell people to subscribe and they don't watch your videos every time it shows up on their page, it's actually a negative for you. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? Because if they scroll down, yeah. that means the impression was shown, but it wasn't clicked. So oh. your click-through rate goes down. Yeah. And after a few more times, it won't even show on their page. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, so that's why, like, um, like people do, like, sub for sub or, like everyone please follow my page like I don't do that anymore and I only did that below a thousand until I figured out oh that's actually what's up yeah. so learning the algorithm is really important and that's why it's it's important to like hang out with people who are doing it mm -hmm. like making YouTube stuff so that uh, you know these things totally so like I told you eventually we're having merch you mm -hmm. asked you're like where's the merch yeah, yeah. Um, we're gonna have merch for the podcast and stuff and that's why I'm waiting till episode 20 mm. as I said I don't want to buy like 500 cups or 300 mugs and yeah. all this stuff and then yeah. just be like oh I stopped the podcast after 10 episodes mm -hmm. um, so I want to make sure I'm in it to win it for the podcast and then we're gonna do some merch have a website and nice. everything uh, posted
uh, Joe Rogan has this guy Jamie. Yeah, yeah. Young Jamie. Yeah. I need a young Jamie. See, because of that. That's yeah. fine. We're done anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll let it go. Um, it overheated. Yeah. But I need like a young Jamie producer mm. person who yeah. could just worry about this. But yeah. I mean, I can't pay anyone. Yeah. I don't have time for that. No, I think it's either. like in the beginning, you do everything yourself, yeah. which you need to do. Because later on, when you do have the funds to hire someone, you would hire someone that would do better than you. Of course. Right? You won't you won't yeah. like hire someone who does less than you. Totally. So it's good knowledge. You're yeah. building up your skills. One hundred percent. Is there anything you want to say off the top of your head? Uh yeah, join Vancouver Creators YouTube group and subscribe to this channel and my channel if you want to. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Definitely do both of those things. Yeah. Because we appreciate all the subscribers. You're good? Yeah. Okay, where can people find you? Uh, YouTube.com slash Mike Watt, or just search uh, Mike Watt on YouTube. That's One T. W-A-T. There you go. I was just going to ask you that. Yeah. And as far as myself, you can catch me on YouTube as well. You're already on my channel probably, so be sure to hit subscribe, like, share, comment, all that jazz. If you do subscribe, you'll be entered in to win another prize pack. We do one for every 100 subscribers. Just gave away the awesome wheels. Thank you to Orangutan and Loaded Boards, who awesomely partner my channel and help me out and provide me with i don't know just more wheels and traction to do this kind of stuff so uh we will catch you on the next episode of the no fun city podcast peace out see ya <laughs> Boom. Awesome, dude. Today's episode of the No Fun City Podcast is brought to you by Loaded Boards and Orangutan Wheels. Check them out at LoadedBoards.com and be sure to hit subscribe for your chance to win an awesome prize pack.